Hello and welcome back to another episode of CrossFit Harrow Podcast. Today we have episode number 60 and we are welcomed by Romana. Um, hello. Hello. Thank you, okay? you for having me. Yeah, I'm good. Thank good, you. Good. Um, Romana has been with us since July last year, yeah? Something like that, yeah. Around lockdown time. Yeah, just when the lockdown finished, actually, yeah. the first one. Yeah. The summer, the heat wave. Um, first question that always goes out, why CrossFit Harrow? What brought you to CrossFit Harrow? Uh, well, I would say boredom in a lockdown. So a lot of Netflix binging and Netflix binging. So I came across the the Redeemed and the Dominant. Okay, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah on Netflix, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. <laughs> I really want to do this. And I started looking for CrossFit around and because I live around as well. I came across you. And yeah, and I think after two days after that, I <laughs> I gave you a phone call, <laughs> and yeah, I started so straight away. The the, the documentary mm. uh, give you the inspiration to be like, right, oh, this is something that maybe I might like. Or I might like exactly yes, yeah. because I've been doing gym on and off pretty much for five years now. It and the reason why on and off is because I didn't find anything what would really like inspire me or give me the constant motivation to keep coming, keep going. Yeah. And uh, I knew that you doing classes as well. And I thought that it could be kind of like a better environment for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you remember much of the documentary? Do you remember like watching it and being like, yeah, I want to feel that, like I want to do that workout and feel like that. I, you know, did it intimidate you at all? Was it anything like, no, I'm not sure. Uh, no, it didn't, <laughs> but I think it should have. Yeah. It's, yeah, I was like, I think I saw muscle ups. Okay. First of all, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. And uh, it didn't intimidate me, but when, once I started going to classes and actually like feeling how much you need to put in and what is behind actually all those people, what they do in there, that's... No, that's, no, that's good. The reason I ask that is because sometimes people watch the documentaries and they're like, I could never do that or shit like fuck like I'm I'm scared or anything. but that that's good you kind of jumped yeah, yeah yeah kind of like yeah <laughs> um so um in terms of like fitness and stuff in the past you said five years has been like where you started your fitness journey yes um growing up was you around fitness not around fitness was it a big part I of was life? always around sports my parents they thought that's everything I can literally from swimming to ice skating normal skating anything tennis volleyball basketball we always did with parents and, and did you grow up here no in Czech no. Republic okay, in Czech Republic uh, and then I used to play handball okay. for 10 years almost since 6 till 16 probably so yeah it was always a big part of my life and handball was probably what took up a lot of your time and passion or it, was it just like a hobby no 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 well we had trainings i think three times a week and every okay. single weekend we had the we had a match either in the town or outside the town was it compe so competitive it was competitive yeah. yeah i was i can say i can say i was quite good at it as well got an offer i think once to go to different town because my town was really small and back then the handball wasn't as good as it was before so i think i got the opportunity to, to play in prague which okay. was one of the best teams but i declined that is, that is handball quite big I it is yeah. yeah it is i think i think third third fourth favorite sport okay. back then back back there so there's yeah. like competitive league and you know yes yeah yes yes a lot a lot a lot so handball, what's, what age did you finish that? What, what 
Where were you? I think I was 16. Okay. When the when the teenage age properly hits and when... Uh, Did you drop sports then? Yes, completely. Yeah, completely. And then when the, all the trouble and everything started. As a teenager. <laughs> as a teenager. Well, late as a teenager. Yeah, late teenager. Yeah, a little, yeah. little wiser teenager than a few. So, um, completely dropped sport. Was that, like, that must have been quite a sudden change. Well, I... Or it wasn't a priority, like, didn't... I didn't really, because my mom, she didn't have to force me. I think last year she had to kind of like, because I wanted to be out with my friends, the boys, you know, and everyone. <laughs> so the last years probably, but until then I really liked it. It was good. We had a great team. Uh, the girls were, we were all friends, you know, since little. So yeah. that wasn't an issue, but then. Well, it's a team sport, right? Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. But then my sister, actually, she's older than me. And okay. she started working part-time uh, at the bar. So she was like, oh, I met this person, I met that person, and that you know, and like, come place. and come and come. And because she was working there, I know I was a bit underage, <laughs> but they'd always let me in. So that's how it started. And, okay. and, that, then, and then up until five years ago or six, uh, yeah, it carried on. And fitness then was and reintroduced. Yeah, every, I literally dropped everything. Like, but what was, the, what was the turning point? That, you know, obviously sport being a... A big part of your child, childhood life and then as you're you know going into your late teens um early 20s it wasn't so much what was like the point where like right i now want to go back to that i miss that it was because um i was as i was always doing sports i never really had to look after what i eat so I ate everything. I don't know if you know anything about your cuisine. It's quite rich on dumplings and roasted meats and a lot of sauces based on flour, you know, and okay. all this like kind of heavy stuff. And I never, never had to say no to it because I was always sporty, so no problem. And as I stopped, I still carried on eating the same way. So obviously I put weight on a lot arguments with my mom all over look at yourself you know you shouldn't be looking like this and all these and when you hear it from someone you don't especially like mom parents you know I didn't really pay attention to it I was like yeah, yeah whatever funny, whatever that. whatever but if you hear it from like friends or other people like people that you might not know it's it, it, it hurts a little it bit. hurt as hell like you can't even I still struggle sometimes you know the same people they told me they were telling me look at yourself you know they are now coming back oh great progress you know you look amazing or whatever and um so i was sitting actually the turning point was i was sitting outside my house back here in london oh, well here in london already and uh, i was actually enjoying beer as every single day and i was like i can't be like this forever it's just not i can't so I took my card, I found the first gym actually, what was around, I signed up, and next day I was there. I looked at the board of the personal trainers there because me, I'm training by myself back then. Okay, no. so you look for, as soon as you went in there, you look for guidance straight yes, away? Yes, yeah. definitely. I can't train by myself. I think I started being confident since I started coming here, so now right. it's a bit better. So I looked at the first personal trainer who was like, okay, he, he might know something, <laughs> and I went straight to him. And I started, yeah. Then, Didn't know it was a big mistake though, choosing exactly that person, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, so what age were you when you moved over, or were you back and forth from Czech to London, or did you, like, was there? So, oh, I first moved here, 2014. Okay, I how stayed, old were you into, how old were you then? 22. Okay, so still, yeah. quite, still quite young. Yeah, almost. yeah, 22. 
still. And uh, then I moved back for half a year. Okay. And then it didn't work out there for me, so I came back to London. So, well, you, you came here to to um, just explore different, like you know, as twenty as a young twenty one, twenty two year old, just travel essentially or see what London was like. I came here to learn English. Originally, I came for half a year. Oh, oh half a year oh, for so a year. Oh, right. So that was the main purpose. That just was, to come to learn. Yeah, English. just to learn English. Uh, we used to be an au pair back then. Okay. So I looked after kids. It lasted half a year. I couldn't stand it. When you were here, or when you were <laughs> no, when okay. I was here. So I changed two families, three months on each in each family, and then I was Quite like, a tough nah. job, though, isn't it? It is. Very demanding. It is, yeah. Especially when more than looking after kids, you do cleaning and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Which I think the opera program, as it as it was before, it kind of it's not that anymore. The yeah, I don't I don't know much about it, but I would imagine that now it's probably been the, the wheel's been reinvented a little bit. You go you go with the purpose to look after kids and teach them something, you know, and just be with the family and spend the time with them. But more, a lot of families these days, they kind of like um, use you as a cleaner as well, you know, to save some money. So when the kids are at school, you have jobs to do. Okay. Some families are good. They tell you, okay, clean after the clean after the breakfast, you know, yeah. clean just, your room. Just your responsibilities within yeah, that role. Yeah, exactly. And then you, it's your free time, you know, but some people, they want you to actually do clean the windows as well and like <laughs> things like that. It's just... So came here to learn English, um, worked as an au pair for a little while, and then moved back home. You didn't enjoy it here anymore? or Actually, I stayed here for another two years. Okay. I was working in restaurants all over. That was back then Southeast London, actually outside of London. And then for the last half year, I moved into London, actually, kind of like central London. And then I didn't enjoy London anymore. Really? <laughs> no. What, what I think I was... What changed? I got homesick. Okay. I got very homesick. Because you were still, what, you must have been, what, 23? 25. 25. I think. Okay. 24, something like that. Of course, two, you said, yeah. Yeah, yeah two, yeah. two and a half. Yeah, yeah, 22, two and a half years. So I got homesick. I was missing my family so much. <laughs> and so I moved. Okay. Yeah, but I made a mistake. I moved back to Prague, where I'm not from. My family wasn't there at all. And I got home, I was able to see my family maybe once every two months. How far from Prague is your family? It's 200 kilometers, which is two and a half hours drive. But first of all, I'm not driving. And second, my schedule, uh, being a waitress, weekends you work in. Uncompromised, yeah. so... So it's quite the busiest time, isn't it? Yeah, so I didn't see my family. And plus, I didn't like Prague whatsoever. It's just... I've been to Prague once, actually. Oh, it's it's amazing when someone go there and enjoy the time. I went on a stag do. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, Prague, Prague has like different zones, doesn't it? Does it? Well, I don't. Know, I thought so. No. Zone, <laughs> I don't think so. Like the, I think the city centre like got zone the, one. I don't think they and it was like, separated it, into zones. Oh. But you've got the centre. Maybe it was just the map that I was. And then yeah, maybe, <laughs> and then you have the suburbs. I think oh, okay. that's how small Fine. Prague maybe is. <laughs> I thought it was like zone, not like. Well, it might be through transport, but it was like zone one, zone two, and then backed out. So, okay, maybe not. I don't think so. Um, but no, I, I did go there once, actually. Um, okay, so uh, missing the family and wait just because you were doing that here or in Prague? Yeah, even in Prague, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, what's the point of me being here? Plus, Did you I originally still... get into that because you wanted to... Um, you know, your love for food, you want to be in the kit, like in that environment, or was it because at the time you thought, well, I needed a part-time job and like, you just kind of, it was that, yeah. Yeah, kind of like, 
because I started working in the restaurant since I was 15 as my part-time job, summer job during my studies. And um, yeah, I kind of like stuck with it. At the beginning, now I'm at the point where I took it more as a passion and I absolutely love my job. I'm not now, at the yeah, moment, yeah. yes, because I've got into a great restaurant, amazing place where we have amazing customers. The team is beautiful. My bo- my bosses are absolutely amazing and the food is just completely different. Yeah, quality. I mean, we, I don't know if we should name drops, and, but it's a very big, <laughs> very well-known chef. Yes, yeah. she is. Um, I think people underestimate... Uh, you know, the, like it, it's not it's not easy being a waitress or waiter. Like especially at those those restaurants that top end restaurants. Yeah, there is it's a it's a service industry, right? So it's, it's it, very front facing. A lot it's very demanding. It is absolutely high expectations. Absolutely, definitely. I would say that's more mental than physical. Uh, I used to work in a restaurant when when it was purely physical. You just take customers as a number and get the food just kitchen go. back and forth yeah. yeah just eat go eat go eat go now we really need to connect with the customers yeah, we yeah. really need to it's about like, experience yes yeah. yes we need to we want to give them what first of all they pay for yeah, obviously yeah. The prices are not cheap and what they come to experience with us so we need to we need to connect with them a bit more but obviously like through lockdown yeah nothing yeah yeah. Um, but now open from today or today we opened. Today, yeah, yes. Indoors. Well, well, is there an outdoor facility? No, no, no not, not for us. No. So today essentially is uh, no. Today's Tuesday. Yesterday, even, yes. <laughs> uh, was the day to reopen. Um, I think today indoors seventeenth from today. Okay. I've lost my days of the week. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, let's go in. Um, and I would imagine that it's going to be. There's a lot of changes, right? In restaurants? Uh, I think we still run the same one meter space on one plus. Because you were doing that before face you went masks, to that. Face yes. Yeah, so we, I think we are half of the capacity at the moment still. And you're having to wear face, face masks too. And we have to wear face masks, yeah, and all these kind of stuff, which is a bit easier, but still the same. Just. See, I find that quite difficult because working in the service industry, very like customer facing, mm. it's very hard to engage with someone when you can't lip read. Yes, it uh, is. And you just talk through your eyes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm not Prime Minister, so I can't it make those calls. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well. Maybe one day. Well, yeah. One day. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so uh, well, then you decide to come back to London. Yes. Okay. Uh, and in that time, so obviously during this time, this is still where the gym is kind of not a big part of your life, right? At that stage, you just, or have you just started getting back? It was actually. Okay, it was. you started getting back into that. Uh, I was in Czech Republic again. My Because Prague just consumed me. Just I don't know what happened there. I didn't do anything for the half a year. Again, back, wait on. And back at the beginning when I came back to back to London. So did you find that weight-wise was going up and down? Yes, like, all you, the time. Did you find just, mood and emotions were going up yes, and down? Yes, yes, everything. Uh, again, I could see the people... Uh, and it was just, oh. So I came back to London, back to gym, back on it. It was okay, all good. But I still didn't find that, that something that, uh, no one really introduced me to weightlifting back then. Uh, See, I find it fascinating that when, like, obviously 
when I do these podcasts and there's a female on that they they specifically talk about their love for weightlifting where in the industry itself it's such a it's deemed as so negative but every lady that I've spoken to so far absolutely loves weightlifting I think I don't know if I can say that it's sexy for us girls having that power (laughs) to lift that heavy barbell yeah and it's just and just make it move you know it's just at least my feeling and you know it's 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 just the, the feeling that having the power and yeah, it's good. Control it's really power. good. Yeah, 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 it's really it's really good, really good feeling. It's a very good, um, I think, boosting confidence for a lot of ladies. Yes, definitely. Um, who maybe have had like personal battles with weight training or gym. I think it's a very good um, confidence boost for a lot yeah. of ladies. Yeah. Um, so then we found the love um, for training. Um, well, not really love. Okay. <laughs> Still not there yet. Still not there yet. No, uh, I think I did it because I had to because I knew that if I'm not gonna do gym or anything, I will just see. That's another funny concept that people just do things because they have to. Have to, <laughs> yes. When so you, I, I'm assuming now you're in a position that you do things, you do this because you love doing it. When did that? Am I right? It's in training. What, what? You do you train at you the moment? To, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So when did that flip? Where you were like, right, I don't have to do this because I have to. Um, I, I'm, I don't have to do this because I have to. I'm doing this because I enjoy doing it. I think when I started to be happy with myself, with my body, and with where my mind is, this and is where with I was everything, it. yes, that's where it was like. Now I do it because I just want to go there, and I want to, especially here, want to enjoy the community. Yeah, uh, I absolutely love every single training we have here. And it's just there you've is no had, discussion. You've definitely had some uh, tasteful, hard workouts over the last probably twelve months. In yes, almost twelve months. Yeah, mm. that's just flow. It yeah yeah. Um, okay, um, so sorry, I cut you there. I was just talking okay. with the uh, how fascinating it is when people flip things when they do have to want to do it and then happens. So before that. Still not found the love for it. We're, we're getting back through the motions of training, managing work, <laughs> or trying to manage the two. It's hard, yeah. especially in hospitality. I'm not saying any other job is not, but in hospitality, as you know, we have long hours. Like, there is no 12 hours. We have 14 plus <laughs> sometimes. When it's half shift, fine, it's, it's more manageable, but... And you find when you're on your feet all day. Yes, yeah. you are on your feet all day. We have breaks. Is that designated time out? Like you're out of the room, like out in the environment? No, we don't really like we have we we have a staff room there, which is great, but you still you're still there and your head is going, you know, you know in an hour you need to be back in service. You kind of know what to expect, so you're still like thinking about it. You never really go out. It's hard, right? Because if you've had a shit day and you don't feel like talking to people, you still have, <laughs> you to, have put to it out. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, there is no I think we're like we are like a little actors you know we need yeah. to we need to get ourselves yeah. into the role whether we like it or not that day and we just need to carry on you mm. know but I'm lucky enough especially now with the place where I'm now where we have absolutely amazing customers and they just like make you love it and yeah maybe first two tables you're just like okay 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 let's do this and then just yes be there and then just you carry on the service for the rest of the night that's good. No, it's fine. Um, okay, so you know, with training and uh, you know the last the last year, especially for, for someone because like you, I think the, the, the guys that's worked in the past, they've you know generally been in work and kept working throughout. But in your industry, it hasn't. 
or some industry, some part of the industry has, but in your, your specific role it hasn't. How have you found not working, but trying to stay as meant, you know, as try, because obviously that takes a big chunk of your day, right? Mm. It does. Well, the first lockdown was, well, I had to find something. Unlucky at the end of the lockdown, I found you. Lucky, yeah. unlucky. So it was the end of lockdown, but still. And we were actually closed up until the September back then. So I had two full months that I could focus on myself, on CrossFit, on whatever I wanted to achieve, and just like enjoy the process, the beginning, and everything. So it was it was good. The second lockdown was short. I think it was yeah. the mini one, three weeks. I was sure I was still coming here. And the last one was the worst, though. It was. Well, technically, we're still in it. Technically. Technically, well, but, yeah. And it's, it's still hard, even though we're able to do things and go out and do this and do that, but it's still challenging. I think more they easy, they make it easier than lockdown, and it's like easier to actually like be back on track. For me, I need to have a routine, definitely. I need to have that day when I go to work, go come from work, you know, then I have half shift, so okay, I know I can go uh, training in the morning, then I have quick shower at home, you know, back to work or things like that. But if I don't have that routine, and when gyms are closed as well, it's just Yeah, because it would have been so quite hard. New. You had two months of like a free schedule, yes. technically. Yeah. Where you invested so much in yourself, um, physically, mentally, and everything else. Then going back to work, that whole schedule has changed where you can't spend so much time on those things. Yes. You know, even for the sake of like what you're going to eat, you know, or being able to prepare fresh, fresh food every yes. day. Yes. That's a big change for a lot yes. of people. It's hard. It is. It was. It took me good three weeks to adapt to it. I started doing actually the 7 a.m. classes, which wouldn't be, would be no go for me before. I'm not a morning person, let alone working before work, working out before work, so. Which is very hard. It was really hard to, to get uh, used to this. And uh, obviously meal prepping had to start. So I was cooking twice a week only, was taking the food with me to work actually to stay on the top of the nutrition. Um, they cook amazing for us, the staff food as well. But uh, none of the, no, not most of the Full of many, dishes yeah. are not as nutritious as I would love like, them to be. Yeah. And well, they've got to fit your, you know, they've got to fit your goals, your needs. That, you know, you're I, not going to get in the shape that you feel happier yes. at most by Eating. having free food. Exactly. So, and then funny thing, not a funny thing, but uh, after every meal at work, people are just, I want to sleep. You know, I'm just tired. I ate my food and I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> you know, all good energy. Let's and I could it. see the difference. And then I was like, okay, I'm doing something right, actually. Yeah. So, so have you stayed on? Have you stayed on top of that? Uh, <laughs> ish. Ish. Yeah. The second lockdown, as I said, this one, the the long one, it just again consumed me and kind of like put me down. I've got into some weird mental space, place where I just kind of like give up on everything. After actually, it was after the CrossFit Open. I was like, okay, I've done my part, and now I'm just like, you know, and I didn't have any purpose back then, like yeah. nothing. Everything was closed, gyms at home, uh, back in Czech Republic, because I was uh, on holiday for two and a half months. So gyms there were closed. Uh, yeah, it was, just, it was just hard. Plus, another thing what I found out, it's really hard to get the same food sources back home in Czech Republic and here. Well, the diet's the quite di different, right? It is. They have no, like, let's say, mean 
I mean, <laughs> lean uh, beef meat, which I'm kind of like dependent on a lot, or smoked salmon, the price is there. It's unbelievable. I can't, I don't understand, like, whatever I buy here, the food, for a certain, certain amount of money, I pay double in Czech Republic. Yeah. It's crazy. And probably harder to get hold of as well. Yes. How people can get, like, healthy there, you know? I don't know. Like, I was scared to buy avocado. <laughs> <laughs> well, avocados aren't cheap anyway. No. Well, here, yes. Comparing to... Yeah, well, yeah, I think, yeah. 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 It was just... I was, I was... I struggled there a lot. It took me... It took me a while to actually, like, get into some recipes or modif- modify the recipes to make them healthy and affordable. There's changes. Different country, different, you know, routine, different yes. times. Is it a different time zone? But no, an hour. An hour. Yeah, an hour. Well, still... Um, not, I'm not jet-lagged. Uh, well, no, but you know, getting up an hour early every day can affect. Maybe not you, but can affect some people. But some people okay. find it hard. Really? Yeah. Yeah, getting up an hour, hour early every day. Okay. If you're already getting up at like five. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Then four. Four is basically the really. same the night yeah. before. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. So, managing that would have been. It's taken its toll. Right. It did, yeah. A lot of the stuff. A lot, a lot going on, a lot of changes. There was, yes. and you, you said you went into a dark place. I went, yes. Again, I felt like I'm again 20, 22, without any purpose, without, without anything. I was just like, well, now. And it kind of like, and I was just sitting at home every single day. I supposed to do my study as well. I didn't do it. I didn't what train. What were you studying? Well, I do my PT course, level okay. two or three. Um, so it's just, I didn't do anything and I stayed there up until last month, I think. And I was like, again, I can't, it can't be like this. You know, I, uh, kind of like struggled in the past with my mental state in, in general. There was a one part of my life when mm. I got into depression and I'm like, I can't go there. I can't go there ever again. It's just something needs to change something. So I started, went for a quick run or just two kilometers, you know, around the, around the block, whatever, or I don't know, just practice my double unders or whatever, anything to give me this little. Did, did you, um, did you seek help? Have you outsourced help? Have you like, <laughs> have you spoke about it? I did. Yes. Not, uh, not back then when I was in depression, it kind of like passed by itself, but in general to keep myself and my mind healthy, I did find a help. I do kind of like, a, <laughs> I visit a woman and she works with pendulum. So she's more spiritually based and she's like trying to find out what are the blocks in my head that make me act certain ways. She's trying to like clear, clean me. It's like a cleaning process of the body and, and the head and everything, which helps a lot. So I go my own way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, like, look, you're on, a, you're on your own journey finding out a lot yes. about yourself. It's a good way to do it. And obviously reading a lot of books about spirituality in general. Yeah. So it's kind of like my thing. I don't really... I found out that people really react to it a bit like, you weirdo. Well... So then I don't say it really often to anyone. It's just... Well, I think that, you know... First of all, like you identify or you've identified that like there's a, there's an issue. Yeah. And then the second thing you've outsourced to, to gain help. I don't, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong way of 
getting that method. Yes. You've just got, you know, you'll, you'll learn that as you do them. If exactly. If it doesn't work, that's obviously not, it's wrong. It's not worked for you, but it doesn't mean it's wrong for someone else. For someone else. Some um, people are just pragmatics, you know, they're just, some people are pragmatics. So they, they seek, if they, or... they either don't talk about it or they go to see psychologists, you know, and some people are more like, as I said, spiritual way. And they go to see alternative ways how to deal with it. And I actually found out I'm not the only one in this book, so I was really happy. I had a little conversation with someone from this box and we like linked, okay. you know, I've got the recommendation and book and this and that. I was really happy. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Really positive. Um, so have you have you faced like any, you know, going going in and out of fitness for a little period of time, suffering um, as you have, anything that has caused you you know, nervousness or anxiety, like walking back through the gym doors or walking into work or whatever it might have been? I was scared to come back after the lockdown, <laughs> like about two weeks ago, <laughs> because I knew I would be super weak. I knew I won't be anywhere near my numbers I had before. I, um, yeah, I put the weight on as well. So it was like, kind of like, it was my thing. I knew that you are not gonna say a thing. You're not gonna think a thing about it, it was just my, that I felt like I failed you more than me, <laughs> because you put so much into us, you know? I know it's, at the end of That's the day, it's up to us, yeah, it's very but I felt like I failed you, you know? So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> That's hard. That's but I knew, I knew I wanted to come, there would be no way for me to don't come at all here, like. That's very interesting Yeah. That you say that. Yeah, my, my head goes in a different way sometimes. Very interesting. Um, so, okay, so uh, no, you know, have you have you ever suffered coming out of depression or in, and, and passing and, and stuff and having these changes in life? Have you ever felt that like you've been very anxious minus this lockdown, mm. just in general? Has, has that been a big part, of it, or that might not have been a big part mm. of your life where you find that you're anxious about things? Is it something that you've suffered from or not? I still have anxious attacks sometimes. Anxiety attacks me from nowhere. I just sometimes I'm just like I feel like I have a heart attack you know and it comes and goes any day sometimes it doesn't show for a half a year sometimes it doesn't show and for is that a month. the pressure of like life is that from your your own expectations on you through the gym or your like, wish, nutrition or like things like that you I wish know. I know that's why I took the journey I took that I might actually find a solution to it but it comes and goes it's okay I know, and now I know that I don't need to be afraid of it. I don't need to be scared. I just, it comes and goes, that's it. Yeah. Just well, deal with it this way. I'm yeah. aware of it, it's fine. But before I was about to call ambulance every single time, literally. Okay. Uh, but saying that, being here helped me a lot. Like, I think I had it like once since I started actually CrossFit. So it's, it's good. So, so it's CrossFit, is, you know, it could have been any CrossFit gym. Any, any, any exercise, has helped, yes. It's helped you yeah. come over that. Yeah, definitely. So it's important to keep this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Being active, do something, you uh, know, for uh, yourself, for your good. You know, before this whole lockdown situation, I think people that were really into fitness used to be almost called like fitness freaks or obsessive or hmm. things like that. Then it got taken away from everyone, regardless yes. of whether you went to the gym or not. And I think everyone realized how important actual, actually physical fitness was, even if they were yes. gym goers and active gym goers. And there were people that maybe didn't even have gym memberships or never set foot in the gym that were actively 
going for exercise. Yes. Um, because it was taken away from, from everyone. So um, I think that's quite, quite interesting to, to have that view. Um, what, what, what are the plans, uh, what are your, you know, your goals, what, what are you getting out in the next like six months, three months, 12 months, what's, what's, what's in your head? So, well, you know that already, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving the country. <laughs> we are leaving, in, uh, yeah, are leaving in a month, shortly. I think I have the last month or three weeks here. So I'm gonna be leaving, moving back to Czech Republic. For good now, I guess. Your heart is in Czech Republic. <laughs> my heart is in Czech Republic. My family is there. Everyone is there. And uh, you inspired me that much <laughs> over here that I might actually, well, my plans are to open my own CrossFit like that. Amazing. Czech Republic. Yeah, I found out there is nothing, nothing really like that uh, uh, around in my town. Definitely not. There is, there, there are a few gyms there. Some are specialized, some not, but... And there's a gap in the market. And there is a gap in the market, yes. So, but saying that there is a lot of work behind it, like a lot of work behind there, it. There not only on myself, but... Definitely more work. It's not easy. Yes. No, um, it won't be. Yeah. And listening to the podcast with you and Shri actually yeah. it opened my eyes a lot as well. Okay. It, obviously, you two business owners, you know, it's um, it will be a lot. I know that, but um, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah. I might need some help from friends out there who might direct me somewhere a little bit, but that's a. I'm really that's a very, I'm really um, curious how it's gonna go. It's a very exciting. Uh, time for you. Yes, it will be. It's, I, I remember starting this. It was very exciting. It's very, very uh, stressful, but in the, in the in the sense that it's very exciting at the same time. Like it's a very happy time. It might not feel like it, yeah. <laughs> but it is. Yeah, I, I believe it will be. I it's just there is one. I'm not saying I'm not able to do it. It's just for someone who is like on and off, on and off, constantly. You know. Um, was I'm not anymore, but I was worried that I will be. It will be one of the cases, you know. Yeah. That it will. It will pass. But this you. one can pass, you know. It's but you've just... got to do it to find out. Uh, exactly. You're not going to find yes. out by not doing it. <laughs> yes. um, but no, that's very exciting. Um, so maybe uh, some of the guys might go and visit. Well, you're going to be the first one. I'm, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to invite you. <laughs> Come and check it out. I'll be there. <laughs> Um, Romana, we've run out of time. Okay. Absolutely amazing to have you. Um, thank you thank for, you for having sharing me your again. story. And guys, we'll see you again next week.